Hello and welcome to the European Hoops Podcast. We are a Sports Eaters presentation. We bring you all the coverage you need of the EuroLeague. We recap and preview all the action and cover all the news surrounding the competition. Join us on this ride and learn more about some of the best basketball played in the world. Make sure you don't miss any episodes by subscribing to the podcast and follow us on Twitter at Eaters EuroLeague. Today, we are heading to Kaunas to continue our series of team recaps. These recaps will be released every Monday and Wednesday. Duke, are you ready to analyze and discuss Zalgiri's season? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. They were one of the one of the most surprising teams this year, uh, making making it to the playoffs. So I'm very excited. Let's talk about it. As we know, basketball is immensely popular in Lithuania and Kaunas is the home of one of the Europe's most captivating basketball clubs, Jalgiris. They have some of the world's best basketball fans, giving them a remarkable home court advantage. With a rich history of European basketball, the Lithuanian team achieved EuroLeague glory in 99, their only EuroLeague uh, title. This season proved to be a challenging one for the Kaunas team as they face the loss of several key players due to injuries, including their MVP, uh, Kinan Evans. Despite these difficulties, Jalgiris managed to finish the regular season in seventh place, only to be defeated by Barcelona in the playoffs. Jalgiris ranked 11th in offensive rating and 8th in defensive rating this season. Their display and ten- tenacity on the court while also taking good care of the ball additionally, Jalgiris excelled in the offensive rebound percentage, being the, the best team in the whole EuroLeague in the offensive rebound percentage which played a crucial role to their success and to some of their matches during this season. In your opinion, what were the strengths of this uh, Jalgiris team? Yeah, in my opinion, obviously, uh, home court advantage uh, with that crowd, like you mentioned, one of the best in EuroLeague, maybe the best. So, obviously, for them playing at home, it always feels like a playoff game. And, obviously, it gives them so much energy that they they are able to perform better, of course. And it's just an amazing thing to watch. Uh, I think with their guards and forwards, I think they are very well served uh, with Isaiah Taylor and Evans, who was probably being their best player until he got hurt. And Lekavicius, Brizdekis, Ulanovic, Roland Smiths. I mean, they have a lot of options in uh, in those positions. So I think they are very well, well served for next season, hopefully, if they can keep their whole court together. Uh, I think their coach is very good, uh, Coach Max Vitic. Uh, he did a good job pushing this team to the playoffs. Uh, towards the end of the regular season, he started making a lot of adjustments that benefited Salgiris a lot, uh, especially going small at times with Smiths at the five. So I think those types of adjustments helped them a lot. Uh, in, helped them a lot with the goal to to reach the playoffs, which they did. So I think he did a very good job and he was one of the candidates for coach of the year. So I think in terms of guards, forwards and coaching, I think they are very well served. But uh, when you talk about their needs and where they need to improve, I think they definitely definitely need a center, maybe even two, because they are very undersized. They're probably the smallest team in EuroLeague. Uh, they have Hayes, who is athletic, but he's, he's undersized for a five. Uh, maybe he can work as a, a backup five, possibly. But uh, I think they really need to find a, a solution for that starting spot at center because... They were using Hayes and then Smiths playing the five. Uh, Polonara maybe, but Polonara, in my opinion, he's obviously a, a four and he's not strong enough to, to bang with centers. So I think that's one area where they really need to, to improve uh, because they lost the rebounding battles to, to most of the teams they faced where they were clearly the the smaller team in the competition. So I think if they can get a, a center like, I don't know, maybe Amantia Unas, or if they want to go other route because they have good guards and forwards, maybe a, a guy that's more of a lob thread like uh, Adanta Hall. Uh, I promise I'm not trying to, to steal players from Monaco, but uh, just an example. <laughs> uh, 
Now, either a guy that they can give the ball to, to, to get a bucket in the post, or a, a guy who is a lob threat and a rim protector. And, but especially they need a rebounder, somebody that can guard the fives and get the boards. Because I really think that was their biggest problem this year. And we saw that when they faced Barcelona in the playoffs, they were just unmatched. So, yeah, th that's what I would do if I was them. I would go after a center for sure. At the moment of the recording of this podcast, we know that Paul Nara won't be with Algiris, that uh, Schmitz will continue. We expect most of the Lithuanian players that are currently with the team to also continue. And we know that uh, Evans will, uh, will return for next season. And Hayes, the their center, their starting center for most of this season, will also continue with them for for next season. There were no indications uh, of players that they will be adding to to this roster, but I do agree with you. I think that um that's a position where they could add value because, especially having Evans back, they will be very well served in the guard and forward positions, as you mentioned. But uh, they could use an upgrade there. They are a very feisty team. That's what made them a very good offensive rebounding team but they did struggle to, to be able to control their their defensive rebounds and that allowed teams to, to get extra possessions and even defensively they they lacked uh, a, a taller center even if Hayes is an excellent excellent shot shot blocker he's more of a weak side rim protector he's not so good at contesting against uh, bigger players like we saw Vasily getting his ways against him in, in the playoffs um, I I see them if they are able to to add a big body down there to be again contending to to be in the playoffs, but that's something that they should look to to address during this uh, this off season. But as is our custom in these episodes, we now shift our focus to the key players of the team, starting with uh, Zalgiris MVP that uh, we selected, the, our most valuable player of this Zalgiris team. With selecting this MVP wasn't an easy uh, task this time around, not because uh, of any shortcomings in talent or performance by the players that were part of this roster, but due to the unfortunate injury that limited uh, Keenan Heavens to just 17 games this season, we still decided to, to go with him because he was the difference maker for, for this team for most of the season and he showed that ability and uh, we think that with him this team could have performed at an even higher level because Having a player like this and um, a player with his ability was something that they lacked at times. And we saw players like uh, Ulanova stepping up, but uh, Evans was for us clearly the most valuable player for this Shalgiris team. The 26-year-old American guard standing at a 6'3 was in his second EuroLeague season after previously playing for Maccabi. Despite his uh, shortened season, Evans showcased his ability to be a leading player for Jalgiris. He averaged 15.9 points, 3.7 assists, 3.2 rebounds and 1 steal per game. Encouragingly, his recovery is progressing well, according to the reports and to the player himself. And he is expected to return to Kaunas and to play with the Jalgiris team on the next season. Evans delivered a standout performance in round 15 against Bayern, finishing the game with 32 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists and 2 steals, flashing his uh, potential and um, being this his best game of the season. At the age of 26, we can anticipate even better performance from Evans in the future. Duke, what do you expect from him moving forward? 
I mean, uh, hopefully, uh, I hope that he, he can come back even stronger. Uh, he was having such an amazing year and then that injury uh, cut it short. But uh, I hope that he can return to his full to his full strength and to, to give us amazing performances like the one you just mentioned next year. Uh, I think he will be able to do it, of course, because he's a, a very talented player. Uh, I love his ability to, his ability to be a playmaker and to score the ball. So it, it was just unfortunate because he was really playing like the MVP of this team. So, I mean, we just got to wait and, and see how he returns. But uh, hopefully he, he can be at his best to, to help this Zalgiris team make the playoffs again and, and fight to, to give the big dogs a run for their money. Very well. After F Evans, let's uh, take a closer look at Roland Schmidt, the 6'9 Latvian forward that uh, has the ability to also play small ball center, who was in his fifth EuroLeague season at the age of 27. This was his first season with Algiris after spending the previous four seasons with Barcelona. Schmitz proved to be a crucial player for Algiris, and the fans in Kaunas have a reason to celebrate as he extended his contract for the upcoming seasons. Throughout the season, Schmidt's average 9.7 points, 4.7 rebounds and 1.1 assists per game, making a significant contribution to the team's success. And one notable performance was in the round 18 against Virtus in Bologna, where he was named the game MVP in um, in this Jalgiris road, road victory. Schmidt's recorded in that game 17 points, 8 rebounds and 4 assists, displaying his uh, full arsenal on that game. Despite interest from several teams during the offseason, teams like Maccabi, Jalgiris successfully secured Schmidt's continuity. Duke, how significantly do you think that uh, his continuity is for the for this Jalgiris team? Uh, I think it's it's a major key for them because he, he is such an important player for, for them and for whatever team uh, that he could play on. He, he would be such a great piece. But for Zalgiris specifically, I, I think he's great because, like I mentioned before, uh, coach Max Vitis used him as a five a lot last year. And his ability to, to do that, to be a versatile player who can play multiple positions on offense and on defense, because we've seen him also guarding bigger players and sometimes be able to switch and be stay in front of guard. So he's a, he can do it all, man. Like He's a high IQ player. He's athletic. He, he knows how to play the game. He's a good passer. Like he, He's just so important. He's consistent. He's reliable. So I, I'm a big fan of, of Roland Smith, and uh, hopefully Zalgiris can have a, a very good team to be able to, to contend for the playoffs and to, to do what they did last year because those fans deserve it. And uh, Smith uh, signing that extension, um, obviously he, he likes being there otherwise he wouldn't have signed it and he is very valuable for them so it's just a, a great situation for both for him and for the team and he's close to home being Latvia being so close yeah. to Lithuania for sure it's uh, an advantage for a player feeling good and playing uh, next to, to the ones that are dear to him for sure that play the role and uh, playing in front of those fans for sure it's one of the most satisfactory feelings that a player can have and uh, Schmitz is reported to become one of the highest uh, Jalgiris players, uh, paid players ever and um, it's uh, a worth investment in a, in a player of his caliber. Let's now discuss the team captain a 30 year old Lithuanian player standing 6'6", Ulanovas he had a strong case to as the most important player for this team and he would be second in the MVP ranking of this team right uh, beneath it's uh, Evans. He stepped up after Evans' injury and consistently he demonstrated his ability to, to become a go-to guy when the team needed him in crunch time. The season 
this was the the player ninth Euroleague season with all but uh, one of them uh, spent uh, at Zalgiris. He had a brief stint with uh, Fenerbahce in the 2021 season where, where he played for one year. During this season, Ulanovas averaged 10.2 points, 3.3 rebounds, 2.5 assists and 0.9 steals per game. He delivered impressive performance throughout the season, including the team's victory over Bosconia in round 24, where he was named the MVP of the game. In that game, Ulanovas recorded 16 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists and 1 steal. Duke, how highly do you rate Ulanovas? I mean, he is one of the best forwards in, in EuroLeague. Uh, he's experienced. He, he has a good post-up game for a, for a forward. Um, I, I think he's one of the most clutch players we have in EuroLeague. Um, like you mentioned him being a, a very important player for Zagiris this season. He, he had several clutch shots and, and, and big shots that Zagiris needed a lot. And he was the guy who, who stepped up in those moments. So he is very important for them, obviously, uh, as a leader as well. Uh, the one thing I would like to see him improve or be better, maybe it's tough due to he's already being 30 years old and at this stage of his career, but maybe a little a, bit, a little bit more quickness because I think that would allow him to, to be better offensively, like playing one-on-one and off of those post-ups to try to get by his defenders. But, um, but I think he's a, a very good player. And he will continue to be a major key for Zagiris this upcoming season. So I don't think nothing's going to change. I think he's going to keep being that important guy and that leader for them. So we'll see what happens. But I think they will be better this year with Evans returning. So I think he's going to get easier shots and either he won't have to be the number one or, or two option. So I think that will be better for him uh, and we'll see what happens. But he's a, a very good player for sure. That's not uh, how aging works, my friend. You don't uh, you don't get quicker with the age. <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly why I expl- why I mentioned the fact that he's 30. <laughs> I know, I'm just joking. Uh, I absolutely agree with you. I think that uh, him as a first option, he might be... A bit. It's not the the situation you want to to see him at, but he has shown that he has the ability to as a second or third option to be a high level player, and he really embraces the spirit of the spirit of this Chalgiris team. That's why he's the their team captain, and probably he he's bound to end his career there, and for sure he still have many years ahead to perform at a high level and to to make this Chalgiris team a very competitive one. Let's uh, shift our focus to another talented little. Lithuanian player, Lucas Lakavicius. The 29 years old guard stands at 5'11 and uh, is in his ninth season, with seven of those seasons spent with Jalgiris and the uh, remaining two he played for Paratinaikos. This season, Lakavicius uh, has been averaging 6.9 points, 1.5 assists, and 1.1 rebounds per game in nearly 16 minutes of play. His standout performance of the season came on round 34 when the team has in need of a win on the road against Bayern and uh, they they got this important 80 to 83 road win in Munich. Like Avicius contributed with 20 points, two assists, and one rebound in just 20 minutes, showcasing his ability to make clutch plays when the clutch plays when the, it mattered the most. And after um, as I. Uh, Having to leave that game, he was able to step up and uh, give the team what they needed to to get this very important win that allowed them to be in the playoffs of this edition of the EuroLeague. Duke, what sets Lechavicius apart as a good guard at the EuroLeague level? Well, uh, I kind of like to compare him to Di Bartolomeu from Maccabi. Uh, as a, a point guard coming off the bench, uh, he brings a lot of energy to, to the court. Uh, obviously, his left hand is very good. His ability to drive left and to sometimes finish with a, a floater or a mid-range shot. I, I think he's a good player in the pick and roll. 
Uh, obviously, his size uh, matters a little bit defensively and even offensively. But uh, uh, I think he's a very good player and he's very important for them with what he brings to the court coming off the bench. Uh, I think I hope he can be uh, more consistent with his shooting. Uh, I think he's a, a decent shooter, but uh, if he were, if he can be like a good shooter instead of just decent, you know, uh, I think he would bring his game and his team's game to a, to a different level because uh, a lot of times in the pick and roll, uh, I think teams give him a, a bit of space, like going behind the screen. So uh, I think that's an area he needs to improve, even though he's not bad at it. But uh, if there's anything uh, I would like him to improve is the, the three-point shooting. But he's a very good point guard and he's very important to what Zagiri does. Yeah, he's a high-level backup at the EuroLeague level. And uh, he's, again, another perfect player that embraces the way that this team plays and contributes in any way that uh, the team needs. Now, before we dwell into a player who is not only a key member of this roster, but also someone to watch out for in the, the future, let's take a moment to acknowledge the contributions of players like Polonara, Hayes, Pukavicius, Birutis, Kavanaugh, uh, Isaiah Taylor, and Dimsham. They have all made significant contributions to Jalgiri's successful season. Additionally, I would like to mention the promising young talent uh, Giedraitis, who has shown shown some intriguing potential, including in the playoffs when he was able to to give some much-needed offense for the Jalgiri's teams against Barcelona. But uh, let's conclude our player breakdown with a name worth keeping an eye on for, for the future, Ignis Brasdeikis, the 24 years old 6'7 wing from Lithuania with a Canadian passport had his uh, debut of the EuroLeague this season and showed promising signs of becoming a high-level player in the competition. Recently, we got the news that he will be playing for the Toronto Raptors in the Summer League with a chance to eventually return to the NBA. So it's not a guarantee that he will be on the EuroLeague next season, but if he does, he has the potential to, to become a special player at this level. In an average of 22 minutes per game, Brazakis averaged 11.6 points, 2.9 rebounds, 1.3 assists and 0.4 steals per game. His standout performance of the season came in round 22 against Efes, where he finished the game with 25 points, 3 rebounds and 3 assists. Duke, how high do you think Brazakis' potential can reach in the EuroLeague? Uh, I think he can be uh, an elite shooting guard in EuroLeague, uh, honestly. Uh, I think he had a, a very good season. Um, obviously, with Evans being hurt, and I'm not wishing injuries on nobody in no shape or form but uh, I think it helped Brezdekis a little bit having to to take that, that number one option uh, role and I think he was quite good at it I mean he was able to to lead that team offensively in getting to the playoffs and uh, I think he's a good playmaker for the shooting guard small forward position uh, he gets to the basket he, he's a decent shooter uh, I think he needs to be more consistent but uh, if he can get that I think he's, he could be an elite level player in EuroLeague for sure Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that uh, Brazikis has the potential to become a, a elite player in the EuroLeague. As is our tradition, we conclude this episode by discussing the team's head coach. For Jalgiris, we had uh, Kazis Maxitis leading the way. The 46-years-old Lithuanian coach has spent most of his career with Lithuanian clubs and currently holds the position of head coach of both Jalgiris and the Lithuanian national team. Among his accomplishments, we highlight his gold medal with the 
under 20 in the Euro, under 20 European Championship in the year of uh, 2012 following the gold medal win in the under 19 World Championship in the previous year Duke what are your talks, thoughts on the coach Maxitis season yeah like I said in the beginning uh, I think coaching is one of the one of Zalgiri's strengths because he he did a very good job uh, I love the way he he was able to adjust um, midway through the season because I, I think at first they were struggling a little bit with figuring out their rotations and and then towards the second half of the season when that playoff push was needed uh, I think he did a very good job making those adjustments going small staying big regardless of the of the matchup and when I say staying big obviously we know they are still undersized but going with uh, Hayes at center Uh, I think he he made the necessary adjustments uh, depending on matchups and I, I love a coach who adjusts in due time so I think he did a great job and I'm curious to see what they're going to do next year. I'm also looking forward to to follow next season of Jalgiris. This concludes this episode. Just a reminder that uh, we will continue to provide team recaps every Monday and Wednesday until we shift our focus to the World Cup coverage. Subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Twitter at Itos Euroleague, where we bring you any news that break about the competition, must-watch games, injury reports, and our daily trades in the end of each day of the competition, bringing you all the highlights of the action. My name is Andre, and I'll be seeing you guys soon. Bye, guys. See you on next episode.